Hey everybody, welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast Nintendo hasn't sued yet. Uh, I'm Matt, aka Matt Fondude, and who are you? I'm James, aka James 04E. And James, today, I, I'm going to get right into it. We're a little late. We've had some scheduling issues, but um, I'm, I'm going to get right into talking about Pal World. That was kind of related to my little quip at the beginning of the episode. Um, oh boy. About the litigious Nintendo lawyers. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we would be remiss if we did not talk about Pal World. We're a little late to the party, um, and I don't think James, have you even played any of Pal World? Uh, no, I have not. I have some friends who have gotten into it. Like it's it's starting to become the new the new Minecraft in some of my <laughs> in some of my friend groups. So I did my due diligence this time, and I actually did play the the trendy game. So I I have six and a half hours in it. I can Ooh. talk a little bit about it. Um, I haven't played as much as I wanted to slash would have. I, I was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of caught up with other stuff. But I did yeah. play a good amount of it. And uh, I think we should talk a little bit about it uh, first, you know, before we get mm-hmm. into our weeks. So anyway, James, from your perspective, since you have not played the game, what what is your, like, what, what is your... Uh, what What is your... Stan slash like what have you absorbed about pal world i guess um yeah i mean it it looks like like to me like pokemon meets monster hunter meets uh oh god i'm, I'm looking at the wild page i'm looking at the steam page just the production line of like the animals making guns mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah it's like it's like it's got some farming stuff going on it's got some uh factories and automation Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll we'll call it that. Yeah, oh there's my some God. there's some labor. There's some, <laughs> the, there's some... the description says letting pals do the work is key to the automation. Build a factory, place a pal in it, and they'll keep working as long as they're fed until they're dead. That is, it is yeah. really funny that the marketing for this game was like, look how funny it. It's like Pokemon, but what if Pokemon were like mis like sad, which is really funny. I think it's yeah. maybe part of the the idea of like Pokemon in a real world setting, sort of. Um, but I think it's I think it's perfect lot. for I think it's perfect for people that grew up with Pokemon because we're all edgy and nihilistic now. They I think they did a lot of like funny haha Pokemon uh, upset, but honestly, when you play the game, there is a lot of that. But like, I think you don't have to play the game too much. You don't have to. You can, you can kind of lean into how evil you want to be to the pals and pal world. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's it's pretty interesting because the game is really popular. It was becoming like the number one played game on Steam for a while. Uh, it's still yeah. probably really high up there in the charts. Um, mm-hmm. It, it kind of goes to show you how people are like clamoring for a good Pokemon game. And what's funny is Pal World's more of like an Ark survival type game rather than a yeah. Pokemon game. It just has elements of pokemon and kind of legends arceus kind of gameplay mm-hmm. um yet people are just like no it's it's we're just we're all in it, it, and honestly for the price point it is uh it is currently 30 dollars, and it's genuinely a pretty fun time and you could play it with friends like i think mm-hmm. the 30 dollar price point if it was 60 dollars, it would be like tough but for 30 bucks you can get a good amount of enjoyment out of this game um I don't think it's the best thing ever. Like some people are, you know, I, th- I think that's died down. 
I think the yeah. the perception that it's the best game of all time has uh, now that it's been out for a couple days, people you know people are like yeah. kind of over it already. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's fun. Yeah, it's worth checking yeah. out at some point. Um, I don't know if we'll ever update it or anything. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is it is it meant to be live service? Well, their previous game, this company's previous game, Craftopia or Craft World, Craftopia. Um, they they so wait, yeah, they have a game called Craftopia, which is literally the same game except doesn't have the Pokemon uh, element. If you look up Craftopia, mm-hmm. it, it's way more Breath of the Wild leaning. And yeah, I'm assuming is. that game is I probably see. not going to get any more updates anymore. Um, Mayhaps. Because, because now they're doing Pal World, and Pal World's a success. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll get a couple updates with the game, but um, I don't know. They have a, uh, they have like an update, like roadmap on what they want to do in the next update. So like, Ooh, it's, it's promising. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a good game. It's uh, it's just it, it is interesting. People have been talking about the plagiarism. Have you seen any of that? Um, yeah, I've seen some of that. Like then mm-hmm. there was like the the whole AI art drama because mm-hmm. apparent. So apparently the, I think it was the CEO of the studio, was like previously supporting AI art and people theorized that they used it for the game, but apparently there was like proof that they didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny about that is like. Do, do people mean they used AR, uh, AI art to like create concept art and then they still made the 3D models? I, I don't think there's... I mean, there might be tools, but there's definitely not powerful enough tools to just like be like, make a Pokemon and then type it into a prompt and then get a 3D model. Like, what part of that are they talking about? I feel like it's a weird criticism when there is a very valid criticism to make about how closely some of the Pokemon designs uh resemble the pal world characters and also mm-hmm. how the logo for pal world is very just it's just like the breath of the wild font basically yeah. i think that the game is inherently inseparable from pokemon like i don't think they can sit down and deny that they're like inspired by pokemon right so like, i don't I even think... think it's inspired at this i think it is they're trying to get as close to all of these really popular things as possible without getting sued um maybe it it feels a little cynically no it feels a little like creatively bankrupt in a way it is very much like it doesn't feel like a passionate like oh we like pokemon it feels like oh this will sell well but the game feels like the game feels good that's i think that's the the thing that is why people are still playing it it actually does feel pretty fun to play Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that they took a bunch of popular things and threw it in a blender, like the actual product is pretty good. I think if it was just like a meme bad game, no one would care. Uh, it's the fact yeah. that it's actually fun uh, is what's, you know, keeping people like around. Yeah, I remember I saw like this Twitter exchange where people were talking about like, you can say Power World is like copying Pokemon all you want, but they would never make a Pokemon game like this. Exactly. <laughs> And it was it was it was pretty funny because I was like, damn, they really wouldn't like they just kind of don't they don't get that creative with the Pokemon games like they have, there's some cool ones. But like, well, the thing is, they don't have to. Crazy. People are just going to keep buying them. And yeah. that's the problem. Like the closest game would be the Legends Arceus game. And people liked that. But it was just so flawed and had so many bugs and issues. And they just like, all right, moving up, moving on to the next game. Um, I don't think this will ever put any fire under, you know, 
the team who makes Pokemon to make better Pokemon games. And I'm sure the team who makes Pokemon games don't want to make bad games. I'm sure there's just pressure to pump out as many games as possible. Because yeah. why would they improve when people are going to buy the double pack every time anyway? Um, we're at a point where like pretty much every Pokemon release for the maybe past four releases have just been pretty mediocre to bad. And maybe maybe we'll get a good one eventually again. It is just bizarre that mm-hmm. they don't even like try, you know. Um, well, I I wouldn't. I'm not gonna blame anyone who works on those games because I'm sure there's like internal annoying. Like like I don't think anyone ever sets out to work on a game to be bad. Like no one wants to make a bad game, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's probably just a money thing, you know. All right, that is a good segue. Speaking of bad games, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Uh, apparently, it's not very good. So, from what I have heard and a little bit of what I've seen, so I'm probably not going to buy the game. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the the uh, the same thing I did with Spider Man Two. Just find like one of the one of the good walkthroughs. It's like it's not like a game movie, so it's not all the cutscenes. But instead, it just like it includes all the important gameplay stuff and then like has the cutscenes. I'm going to find one of those in like a few days. But from what I've heard, uh, people are very upset about the game. Um, It's kind of the same. Some of it is the same as what people were talking about before when they first revealed the gameplay. Like it's like the the actual gameplay that's there, like the shooting stuff isn't fantastic, especially when it's the same studio that made the Batman Arkham games. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you would would expect like combat with lots of depth, ideally melee, a little more melee combat as well. Um, and yeah, I think lots of people have problems with the story. No spoilers, but uh, people just don't think they treated the characters very well, especially Batman. Given so, it, it's actually not Kevin Conroy's last performance. That's a bit of a miss, not a misconception. It's kind of misinformation. Uh, he does have a couple more, I believe, with like the new Batman animated series. He was also in that, and then uh, I don't remember what the other one was, but he has one more down down the line. Uh, but yeah, people were like upset that this might potentially be his last performance and they just didn't like what they did with the character. They also just, some people just didn't like the whole, they, they don't like that. You kill the justice league when it's like, I, I understand what you mean, but it, the, the game is called suicide squad, kill the justice league. I don't really, I don't know what you expected to do. Yeah. And uh, that's been done. Like that storyline has been done a couple times in different ways. So it's not like yeah. crazy new territory. I, I, maybe people are just upset that's like they don't like the characters in the Suicide Squad, and they're like, but yeah. they're killing these other cooler characters. Like I, I saw a Reddit post that was like, my idea to fix the game. What if instead, rock, because they're like, it's like, um, is it Rocksteady? Yeah, it's yeah, like it's Rocksteady Rock Studios. Why did they make this game? Why couldn't they make a game where it's like you're evil Batman and you kill like or no like you're. Yeah. You, you're evil Batman, and you get to kill everyone as evil Batman. Yeah, That would be cool. It's just so, like, why don't they just make the game they made again? again? again. Yeah. So my general take on it is, I don't think the concept was that strong, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I think the idea of... <clears throat> I think the idea of playing as a Suicide Squad and killing the Justice League, I mean, first of all, just scale-wise, right? Like, Harley Quinn is not fighting Superman on in like a in like a fair <laughs> fight. Let, let's be honest with ourselves. Um, <clears throat> but second of all, I also think that we're we're very starved for good superhero games, right? It, especially like when you look at like Superman, like it, it is astounding 
how there hasn't been a good Superman game in this long. And everybody thought that Rocksteady's next big thing was going to be, they thought it was either going to be Batman Beyond or or a Superman game. Batman Beyond probably isn't happening with the way that Suicide Squad went. And Superman, at least in the universe, probably isn't happening as well. But also, like, they spent a lot of time on this game. So people are just a little bit upset about that. I I kind of understand that. But I don't, I also don't necessarily think it's the game's fault itself. I just think that the concept wasn't fantastic. I just realized, as you said that, I don't think there has ever been a good Superman game. And there's not that many of them in general, because I just looked it up and I was thinking like, oh yeah, like Superman 64, (laughs) notable bad game. But I'm looking and there really isn't actually that many. Uh, There's a lot of like Game Boy Advance to Game Boy kind of titles. But man, no one's ever tried to make a Superman game. That is is interesting. Yeah, I I also think some people have wanted like a good Flash game for a while. But, you know, that's I'm going to be honest. That's never happening. Think about how like hard game. How are you going to like walk around places? Like, do you imagine? Well, it's kind of like how the Sonic games, it feels impossible for them to ever make a good 3D Sonic game. Because when Sonic is at its best, it's like you're going really fast. You're going fast at a point where the, the amount of assets they need to develop to keep like you entertained for like five minutes versus a game where you're not running around and doing crazy stuff. It, it just seems like not worth it. That's why all those games have yeah. like pointless segments that are just like platforming now. <laughs> it's because they can't just have, I mean, they could maybe make like a, like a four hour game that is just, you know, four hours of good stuff instead of like, additional like five hours of filler but yeah i think also part of the problem is that so since the arkham games and sort of the spider-man games are like the blueprint people are expecting like oh you know we got a city to explore and stuff and it's like you can't explore a city as flash let's be real mm-hmm. um well what's mm-hmm. but but yeah it's lots of weird concepts i also think part of the problem is that uh some people don't like how it, the lore implications like there's some t- weird timeline stuff going on with what, how long the Justice League has existed and, like, it collides with the Arkham games and stuff like that. And it's, like, meant to be implied that these characters just weren't around at the time. And it, it, it's weird. But And then, like, on top of that, I also think that having you play as Batman for four games and then having it as a boss is never going to work, right? Because, like, mm. the player the player is just literally too strong for it to ever be possible. Like, any situation you put Batman into, the player is going to sit there and be like, well, I could have, I could just get out of this in the Arkham games. I've been through this before. Well, what's also wild is that um, don't those don't Rocksteady games have a like a reputation for having horrible boss fights like in all of their games basically? Um, not horrible. They're so like they have some good ones like the Mister Freeze one and stuff. I guess a better way to put it is they're a little more gimmicky, and they rely a lot more on the like actual narrative than the than the gameplay of the boss fight itself. I actually remember the Arkham Origins had some decent boss fights, but the thing with that is that it wasn't a it wasn't a Rocksteady game. I think it was WB Montreal. And I, I also kind of another thing that's kind of a, a little not like funny, but odd is so everybody knows the Arkham games, especially Arkham Knight had like phenomenal graphics. Like mm-hmm. if you look at like Arkham Knight, like the rain and like stuff on like the characters and like that, it literally looks like it just came out like now, like this well, year. Depending on which version you're playing, because they also yeah. remastered those games and completely changed like all of the lighting. And in mm-hmm. some parts, and some people would say they made the game look worse, which is weird because they lit up areas that were supposed to be dark, which is a common remaster problem where 
Yeah. People will just throw in light sources in an area that's intentionally dark. Um, yeah. The but, Dark Souls but yeah, has a little bit of that issue, the remaster. Yeah. But yeah, generally, anyway. very good graphics, very good lighting. Uh, people were kind of underwhelmed with Suicide Squad. I think the, in that department, I think the main thing that I noticed, at least, is that characters, like, they don't, the actual models aren't affected by the environment at all. Like, they have, um, so you know how in the Arkham games you have those little animations where you die and, like, the villain talks to you? They, they oh. have something a little similar with the with the Justice League members, but they kind of like they kind of like beat you up, and then you look at the character model, and it doesn't look like they just got beat up. They just look they look normal. Hmm. I think that was one thing that lots of people were like pointing out. What's kind of funny is when you said graphics, uh, I actually looked at this and I thought the graphics looked really nice on the facial animations. Then mm-hmm. again, I'm I'm seeing a screenshot. I'm not watching it in motion, and yeah. also it seems weird that Harley Quinn is like a human like they they clearly spent more time on that face and like model and then you look at uh who is like I, like i don't i don't really know the suicide squad well, but like which the other one which two one humans, the gun guy or the or the australian it's not boomer is boomerang man is the australian man right yeah yeah it's not i think i mean both of okay, them are then, a little uncanny yeah then you're thinking of deadshot i think deadshot looks like a npc <clears throat> character in a video game and yeah, like Harley disagree. Quinn looks like a like a 4K model. Well, yeah, it's because we're in the Harley Quinn Renaissance. You, you know, they had to mm-hmm. they had to do that. It is a little bizarre. It's a, it's a little mm-hmm. jarring. The model quality in this one screenshot is a little jarring. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I wouldn't hold that against the game. I think people have unrealistic standards for certain graphics and how like and then also those people the same way will be like. I want our games to look like super 8K, like super graphics, but why can't, why are games too hard to run on computers? Why do we need like max specs or whatever? It's, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, I do, I do kind of agree with some of the graphics complaints. Not all of them. Obviously, some people are just being unreasonable. Uh, one thing that did kind of irk me, I don't, I don't think Brainiac's design looks that great. It looks kind of like Squidward. <laughs> it's a little weird. Uh, and I think the, some of the other designs, like, I feel like the Superman and Flash design look a little, not flat, but, like, just kind of basic, I guess. Like, you know, they didn't take any risks with it, which is, like, you know, of course, I wouldn't, I don't want the the over-designed MCU costume stereotype, <laughs> right? But, like, but like if you look back at the Arkham games, they had some really cool character designs in those games. Yeah, they didn't really take, uh, I, I feel like I don't see this game as an Arkham game. I feel like this is DC's answer to the Marvel, um, uh, what's it called? Guardians of the Galaxy game. I think, uh, yeah, it's a combination of that and like the Avengers game. But I, I think the issue, like, like they could have avoided so many issues as they didn't just explicitly say, hey, this takes place in the Arkham universe. Um, yeah, I also I, think part of the problem with that is, so spoilers for Arkham Knight. The game is nine years old. Deal with it. Uh, mm-hmm. supposedly Batman dies at the end, but like, it's kind of hinted that he's not dead and he's using like fear toxin and they remove all the ambiguity from that w- with this game. So he's, al- he's alive. And yeah, then, he's but alive. They, but he has, he's alive so they can kill him because that's what the and, title is. Yeah. And also what's, what's also weird is, um, Harley Quinn refers to him by his real name a lot. So it's implied the whole secret identity thing didn't get taken back, but he's like, very, he's, he's out in the public. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand. Maybe it's explained in the story. I don't know, but it, it, it seems kind of odd. Hmm. And yeah, I, I think out 
It says it's coming out tomorrow. Is that just a PC um, release? So a lot of people got early access. Like a lot of people. I think it was like I think it was like a pre-order thing or something mm -hmm. like that. Can't remember exactly. Uh, it, speaking of early access, it was actually kind of funny. Um, IGN, they got like a demo copy or something like not a review copy, but apparently like a demo version that they just gave to a bunch of people. And IGN said, "Hey, we actually don't. We, we think this is kind of shit." And so Rocksteady just didn't give them review copies. That is shocking if IGN says your game is not very good. It's at least a 7.5. Uh, Minimum. Um, but yeah, so IGN's been posting like every bad thing that happens about Suicide Squad on like all their socials. It's really funny, actually. <laughs> even even if like the stuff is just mi blatant misinformation. So it's posted. It, it is also wild that you say that like all this controversy about the game. It's not out yet, but I, I literally saw like a YouTube short, I think like a couple days ago. Of the game, of gameplay, and it was just kind of like, King Shark, you have like a minigun, and it's kind of boring, but it's like passable. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, I, read it off, I wrote that off for the rest of my life until this conversation. And I'm like, wow, I already put this game off, and I've it's not even out yet. I'm just, you yeah. know, who cares? I, I guess, like, my thing is, the game just doesn't, the gameplay doesn't look very exciting. Like, mm -hmm. it's, got, it's like a, it's third-person shooter, basic traversal crit spot game. Which is... Eh, it's a, it's a little uninteresting compared to the Arkham games, definitely. Yeah, I mean, those games got a little old. Uh, they were pretty innovative at the time, but then, you know, they, they, it was I, probably a criticism against them was they kept making very similar games, and they would add something like, like, you can now drive the car, and it's like mechanics that people don't really care about. Um, yeah, so I, I think how it went with those games is, so everybody liked Arkham Asylum. Everybody really liked Arkham City. Then Arkham Origins came out, and I think not only was like the writing not as great, and the graphics were kind of different; they looked a little more like kind of Play-Doh-y. But I, I also think that the combat was just getting not getting old, but the I, I guess just the changes that they made, people didn't feel were sufficient, and like the major changes they made, people didn't like. And then Arkham Knight came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, we're back to like in a good old Rocksteady combat." And then they're like, "Wait, I don't like these car sequences." <laughs> But I, I think even to this day, I think people still do like challenges and stuff in the Arkham games. Like I still think they mm -hmm. like doing those runs. And I especially like that the that in uh, Arkham Knight, you got to play as like a bunch of different characters for the challenges. Well, outside of Batman world, uh, maybe we can get into our weeks a little bit unless you have any other like breaking news you want to discuss. Uh, I mean, just one thing. I, I just remember that in Arkham Origins, you got there was a. There was a multiplayer mode and it was Batman and Robin versus a bunch of like, like thugs and stuff like that. And it was really weird. You know, what's really sad. Just like multiplayer modes like that, like weird niche multiplayer modes. And I feel like this is like the PS3 like era of time where like Assassin's Creed had a really weird multiplayer mode and like Metal Gear Online, like these niche multiplayer modes that are just dead. Like, okay, and so, are, so mm -hmm. My thing is the Assassin's Creed one was actually good. It was good. I think that's like the main so that that's something we do need to to mention. Most of these were sh were shit. It's worth try like but it, but it's like weird like what am I going to play Fat Princess again, you know? In like the the PS3 like download game like a lot Man. of these multiplayer experiences that are just completely lost. Um even if they were on PC though, I mean no one would be playing them but if yeah. it's on PC, it gives you the option to have, um, you know, people doing events where they'll all get on a game. 
and a lot of there's a lot of fan projects trying to get these things back but it's just like i don't know it, it kind of sucks that 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 console generation really is just rough in terms of like lost content um yeah definitely that is just nowhere else to be found like mm -hmm. the weird thing of fable one and three being on steam although in weird ways uh and then two just never existing it's just bizarre just bizarre anyway um, outside of pal world i i think i dropped maple story basically i i played a lot of that just for like it's just every new story is is getting even worse and worse and i was just doing that as like a fun side thing and i'm like man they're really every new story is just the game is like horribly getting worse um mm -hmm. and then i played overwatch 2 the other day I play like one match of that game and uh, I was playing tank and I'm like, I felt like I was doing well and it felt like nothing I did mattered. And I was just like, wow, I guess I'll wait till the next battle pass. Cause I, I completed the battle pass except for like the titles or whatever. So I'm like, man, without the incentive of getting a cool skin, even though this season, all the skins were bad. I'm like, man, I don't really want to play this game. <laughs> like what's the point yeah. of me playing this game? If I'm just going to have like a match that kind of sucks. So I haven't really touched that in a bit. Like all my like daily games kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, I've been slowly playing Hogwarts Legacy. It's kind of hard to boot up that game and like play it because it is, it's it's fun, but it is like, it feels I don't know. It doesn't feel that crazy. It feels like oh okay, this is a game. It feels like every Far Cry game or any of those kind of games where it's like yeah, this is a video game. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm kind of having a similar experience with Mass Effect 1, where it's like, you know, I, I know once it gets to, like, Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3, like, it gets, like, a lot more unique, but I'm just kind of like, every time I'm doing nothing and I want to play a single-player game, I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah, I, I just always do something else, usually. Yeah, I'm in a bit of a rut in terms of gaming right now. Mm -hmm. I'm having that vibe where every game I boot up, I'm like... I'm I'm spending 30 minutes like looking at my Steam library, and then I boot a game up, and then I'm like I close it, and I'm like eh. Mm -hmm. Um. So what I've been doing instead is I I started watching One Piece again. Um, Ooh. And I'm going to I'm almost on episode 900. Ooh. So I'm like, what's funny is like I, I'm like I'm almost caught up, but I think let, let me see what episode they're on right now. Uh. I'm going to probably get spoiled horribly. Okay, I think they're at least on episode 1,106. Like 1, at least. Really? Probably more. Actually, well, I just typed in and there was a thing that said spoiler. Actually, here, type in... Just list... Give me the give me the current episode list. Yeah, like, let me, number. Let me go... Because like, I don't want to get episode. spoiled. They have 1,092 episodes. 1,092. Okay. So I'm I'm actually not that far behind, and what's wild to me is I think the dub caught up to where I am in the sub, which is wild because I'm not watching the dub. I used to watch the dub, and then I ran out of dub, and then I started watching. I ran the sub. out of dub. I ran out of dub and started watching the sub, and I'm usually watching the sub kind of guy. But for One Piece, it was nostalgia. I think you can watch your like nostalgia shonen anime, like people watch Dragon Ball dubbed and stuff like. I think you can watch those and have a good time, either dubbed or subbed, um, yeah. for the most part. 
I have weird dubbing things. We've talked about this. We're like certain things like cyberpunk. I watched in English, even though it was a Japanese, you know, it was trigger who did the animation, but it feels mm-hmm. like you want to watch it in English. Same thing with persona, um, those games. And if you watch the anime, I want to watch it with the voice actors from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, what's weird is the Yakuza games are in Japanese and then the newer ones have a dub and I've heard the dub is really good. But if I play all the games in Japanese, then I get to that. It's like, well, maybe I should experience the dub because I heard it's really good and it's, you know, in English, but it's Yakuza. It's very Japanese. So I don't, I don't know what to do when I get to that, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm watching that. It's, it's, uh, it hooks you, you know, there is the, there is some dumb stuff about any shonen kind of anime. Um, but the cool stuff, every couple episodes, there's a little cool thing happens. You're like, you know what? This is cool. I like this. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been doing a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. I, oh, I, I rewatched all of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Have you ever seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? Yes, I have, but not not since I was a kid, though. Yeah, it's real. It holds like, up. It. Fantastic show. Um, mm-hmm. The movie does not hold up. The movie is still bad, still atrociously bad. I've been watching. I've yeah. been rewatching and there's that. A, there's a live fun. action series coming out soon, which I hear is there is. So, so I initially heard it was supposed to be okay, and. But then, like everything I've heard of since, has been slightly concerning. Mm-hmm. Like the the original creator of Avatar like left because of creative differences or something, and then like that's good. Then I think they were saying like they were saying they were cutting like the the sexist parts of Sokka's character out, which is it's really important for his character arc, which is what I think is kind of weird. Well, as someone who literally has just rewatched the show. Um, that arc is like three episodes long. It's like the first episode. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're a girl, uh, Katara. You can't do things. And Katara's <laughs> like, Sokka, you're literally an idiot. And, like, and then they play like a slide whistle. Like, like, it's like, it's clearly Sokka is supposed to be in the wrong. And mm-hmm. then he gets his ass beat um, on Kyoshi Island. Um, and th- then he's like, I'm good now. I mean, he has a I'm couple more now. moments. He has a couple more moments where he's like a little bit iffy, but it really is just like playground. Like girls are can't be warriors, and then he in the same episode is like learns from it. So mm-hmm. I think that's sensationalizing headlines a bit. I, I don't I don't think it honestly. If they cut that, I don't think we're really losing anything because it's really not mm-hmm. that big of an arc to be honest. It's literally like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I, it's just not a cool headline to come out of it, though. And um, I'm sure it will be... Fu- It'll be like The Witcher Season 1. It'll probably be cool. People will like it. Then they'll, like, do some nonsense and, like, ruin... Like, it'll nonsense. be passable Season 1. And then it'll be, like, <clears throat> Season 2 will change a bunch of stuff and no one will watch it. And it whatever. Or yeah. who knows? Maybe it'll be massive. Um, I just hope it renews interest in making an animated Avatar show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Well, actually, I'm I'm pretty sure. Didn't they already say that they're making more animated Avatar shows? I, I've heard like they're doing like a whole that. like Avatar animated universe or something. Well, I would hope because there's, I mean, there's a bunch of comics that they could adapt, like actual yeah. canon, important comics they could adapt. Into yeah, like I, th- I think they animation. said it was supposed to start like next year when they were going to really like start coming out or something like that. Yeah, I feel like that's probably contingent on avatar doing well i think it will do mm-hmm. well even if it's bad um yeah. just because there's a lot of hype around it mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna watch it probably. I, I am going to watch it, um, just to see. I'll I'll give it a season. I mean, if it's like not enjoyable, then I probably won't watch it. Um, yeah. I don't particularly think any live action adaptation from like an animated show is necessary. Slash, I think it's just a bad move. Uh, people were really excited about the One Piece live action show, which I have not seen. It's I just heard that like, one was okay. Yeah, but what's bizarre about that is like, what is the future? Is that just like a novelty of like the original arc? Like, what is the future of that? Because there's a thousand plus episodes. They're never. Well, gonna I, I think that they adapted that. like 100 chapters or something in the first season, from what mm -hmm. I heard. So I think what they're going to be doing is probably like some some like 100 chapters a season thing. Well, like if that. they if they had, I'm sure they've had all the cast members who are like in the main original crew of One Piece. I don't know if they had like Chopper or whatever. I don't know if they got that far, but I, I mean Chopper's I'm actually checked. in a weird spot in the uh, in that show. But I'm sure they had like Sanji. They had Nami, obviously uh, Zoro. I'm assuming they might have gotten to Chopper and Usopp and stuff. I, I'm uh, sure they got like so, most of the main people, right? So I'm a, I'm gonna take a wild guess, given all of the fake screenshots I'm seeing, that Chopper is not in the live action yet. Okay, not yet. Fair enough. So that's not that far in the the show. There's a <laughs> lot that happens. Um, I think it was probably just like a novelty thing. Like maybe they'll do another season, but like there's no way. Well, no, like they 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 already announced they're doing multiple seasons. I know, sure. but there's just no. I mean, I, although One Piece does print money in Japan, yeah. um, and it does have infinity infinity bucks, but like, yeah. I mean, are they actually gonna do that? Because that would be insane. I don't know. I feel like they made a pretty big deal of it. Like the Luffy actor, he like went to Japan. Met, met the voice actress for Luffy and she like put the hat on his head and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they were, he they were the like grandma. hamming it up. Yeah. And he yeah. like, he had like an interview with Oda himself. And Oda was saying like, yeah, you're exactly what I thought Luffy would be like or something like that. Like they were, they made a pretty big deal out of it from what I remember. Yeah. But can they, but that's the thing. Like would they, why would they even bother doing that many episodes? Unless it's like a huge smash hit. Like I could see. I but mean, you know I think I mean? it was it's one of the so most. Much. It was. I think it was pretty successful, if I remember correctly. It was but can like, it hold success for like five seasons? And that's like five seasons isn't even like a dent in like the storyline. I guess it's a good tool to get people actually, to get into uh, the anime, to check. get into the manga, to get into the merchandise. Let me see know? how many chapters it covered exactly. If it didn't cover, if it didn't get up the chopper, I mean, that's not. I when maybe that's like a hundred eps or something. I don't remember when. Let me look. Okay, at, so it covered ninety-five chapters. Okay, so that's a little under a tenth of the story. I'm looking at the episode list right now for One Piece. Oh, also, it's in seasons. Uh oh. Yeah, don't don't do uh, One Piece in seasons. That's going to be impossible for me to figure out what apps. I mean, they, yeah, they, they're going to have to do it. There's, no, 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 sorry, not the live action. I'm saying like, don't list it in seasons. Oh, they I, they oh, list it in arcs mean. for a reason, because yeah. an arc can be like two hundred. 100 episodes whatever all right so i'm looking right now yeah so the the so reason why they do blue. seasons I, I it's a little i mean i guess it's not necessarily outdated nowadays but uh because most anime are just in seasons now but back then i think it was for blu-rays true so but, like you I would mean, get like a like season of like bleach or something and it'd be like 20 episodes for the blu-ray when do they go get chopper oh winter Isle. okay so they get to the minor spoilers for um, One Piece, by the way. Like, early One Piece. That's not even that many episodes in. 
so they pass the grand line. So they're in the grand line at that point to get, and then Chopper is like, there's a whole arc of Chopper. He's like on the Winter Island thing. Um, and then I think post, honestly, oh my god, then they have like the, oh god, they have so many arcs. Post Chopper joining the crew. Um, that's, I feel like Chopper is like the last stand, like the, the last, like, is, would this be, you don't watch One Piece at all, right? You don't really follow I, One I Piece. I know, I know of it. My, fr- I, I have people spoiling me, me like, well, you have week. Chopper. I mean, yeah, but yeah, like, I, I, I know, I, I know about know it generally. Po- I don't think you know people post that, right? Like, I feel like, I mean, I, I know, like, like the, I know, like, I don't know. Be careful about, like, what you say, too, because you might you might say something. Okay, I'm, I'm like, just gonna like, say oh, names. I'm character. just gonna say names. People were talking about like say... Jinbei and stuff like that. Okay, that I mean that's like I've heard about that. Well, first of all, we, uh, big spoilers for people. That's like um that was just announced. I just got to that. I'm on episode. I'm around in like the 800s. So yeah, that is a that would be a very recent addition to their team. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So I'm talking like Frankie and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Um, I know about them. Anyway, I, I have a friend who's a very big Frankie fan. Anyway, I di- we've digressed. Yes, very far away. Much digression from, from uh, video games. Sometimes podcast. Uh, I don't even remember what, how do we get here from. How do we? Talk uh, about, I don't know. Oh, you I started talking tweets. about how you caught up on One Piece. Oh yeah, because I wasn't playing any video One games Piece basically. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been playing G-Force, the uh, video game, the Disney uh, guinea pig movie video game. Oh, that one. It's on Steam. It's okay. It was a bit, but it's actually not. It's just a little generic. It's not that bad. It's like a nine hour game. Mm-hmm. Um, it has weird. It has almost souls like combat. You have lock on and you can almost dodge roll souls like it has souls like kind of combat. And then you have oh, like, and, but there, it's almost like remnant to it's actually it has remnant combat. Remnant it is a like, remnant. It is a, a remnant. Like you have a gun with multiple, and you have multiple different guns, and you can aim and shoot your gun, or you press a button to do melee attacks. And you can dodge roll and stuff. It is actually kind of like remnant, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there is more enemy designs and like unique enemy AI in that game than a lot of games that I've played. I, I keep encountering like new enemies that have different mechanics. I, I swear there has to be like like at least 30 different variants of enemies in that game. It is kind of insane. Um, mm-hmm. And that also makes me a little sad because there's a lot of like these modern titles that have like three enemies in them, you know, like three enemy types repeated over and over again. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's kind of wild that G-Force was out here with their crazy AI stuff. Like AI in the terms of bots in the game, like video game AI, not... You know, buzzword AI. I guess they weren't. Mm-hmm. You know, this was not a personalized copy of GeForce. Um, yeah. All right. I think I'm done talking about week. James, what have you been up to? All right. Uh, yeah. So, not too much new for my week. Played Apex. The uh, the Final Fantasy event ended. It was so apparently people were getting really sick of it by the end, because uh, how how Apex did the event is it is that the event was in regular like trios matchmaking instead of a separate mode. So it's like you'd hop into trios just like play normal trios, but then somebody would run at you with a sword and it's like, damn, Mm -hmm. I'm getting chopped. But uh, yeah, I did. uh, I did give in to the FOMO and I bought the the Buster Sword cosmetic. Wait, wait, wasn't that something you had to like 
gamble for? I was I thought those um, you didn't couldn't just buy. So how how it worked is there are 36 items in the event, right? Like between like skins, stickers and all that stuff. And you have to buy the event packs to roll for one of the items. And in each event pack you have a sub 1% chance to get the sword. Yeah, and there was like uh, a until you get system, until right? you get to your last one where you're guaranteed to get the sword. So you paid it out. Yeah, I don't much. even want to know. I don't even want to ask you how much you had to spend. Oh, I, on your I, I only spent. System. I only ended up spending like one hundred dollars. It wasn't actually too bad because mm -hmm. I had a couple. I had some Steam gift cards, and I, I was like, well, I bought all my Christmas games. I'm probably not going to buy much until like next Christmas. So like, mm -hmm. might as well. I mean, what? What? Mm -hmm. Like, if I don't, if I don't spend it on this, I'm going to spend it on some like incrementing like Dota cosmetics or something. So like, mm. spoken you know, gotta, like gotta, a true gambler. Got to get it out of the way, but, but yeah, it, it's. It's cool. It's it takes up a lot of the like right side of your screen when you're mm -hmm. when you're just walking. As it like, should. Yeah, when you're just walking, when you're sprinting, it's kind of fine, I think. Um, but it, it's a it's a melee item you can put on any character. So whenever I don't have a have an heirloom for a character, I'll just equip it because I need so, my I need my fancy spinning thing. Weirdly enough, that will probably have value. Like it'll like I don't yeah. you can't sell items in Apex, right? You can't. No, you can't. You cannot sell or trade. So if they ever add that, then that would actually probably have value. Yeah. But you can so, sell. People sell accounts too. But I don't think you would ever. Yeah. Do that. So so my justification for it was mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I liked Final Fantasy VII a bit when I was a kid. I played Crisis Core. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even the actual and, game too. Yep. Well, no, no, I, I I also played some Final Fantasy VII, but Crisis Core is like the one I actually like finished. But mm -hmm. um, and I was like, so I'll never be able to buy this again because it's like it, it's it's an event specific item. You can't buy it after the event is over at all, mm -hmm. unlike all the other heirlooms. So I was like, you know, I'll never be able to get it again. It's gonna put me down like a hundred dollars, but in exchange, I will literally have an heirloom item for every single character, so I won't have to like worry about having to run around with my ugly fists out ever again. I, like, I do know. feel like, especially because like that does make sense. You could use it on everyone, and I mean, if you like it, it's worth it. Um, yeah. But how would now? This is gonna put you into an interesting question state. Now, uh, Overwatch did this recently, and some other games do this. How would you feel if, like, five years from now, they're like, "All right, we're bringing it back. Uh, like, we're, you can get it now for this new event." Because they just did that care. with the I don't the think Kerrigan I would care too skin. much if it was a while. Um, especially Some people since, are like it devalues it. Yeah. So, well, there's two parts to it for me. The first part is I also got all the other items for the event. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not like it's not like I just put one hundred dollars exclusively into the sword. Like I, I got like I got some cool stickers and stuff for my for my heels, and I got a cool skin for a few characters, um, or cool skins for a few characters. But yeah, I mean, even if they were to bring it back, it'd probably be. I mean, given all the gift cards I had and like the discounts and the extra crafting metals add and all that stuff the total cost is supposed to be like 360 dollars mm -hmm. so, so you got uh, a good deal yeah so i think it is highly unlikely <laughs> that they sell it for like 100 dollars or less i think you. uh so well, yeah it, it kind of brings up an interesting question about certain games where i i've now seen this in using overwatch as an example but time gated content in which it's like it's starting to creep back because it is wild that developers would de like create a model or like put put a lot of effort into something that you could only get one time like five years ago, and then it's never been like. And now people who play the game, people will join the game and they'll never be able to get this item. And they're like, "Well, you should have played five years ago to get this." 
So they're yeah. starting to slowly put stuff back into the game in different ways, and that is making people a little bit upset because they're like, it devalues my rare thing. Yeah, um, and I, I have a couple things to say about it. I, mean, I think, first of all, there is... there The people who say, like, scarcity equals value and stuff like that, they're not incorrect. You know, and I, I understand that perspective. Um, I think a crossover event like the final fantasy one is one of the few cases where i could where i like really understand like well okay you're you're actually you're legitimately like you're breaking the theme of the game technically it's like if people could always buy it i think it'd be a little bit different um because it's like basically for four for three four weeks it was like everybody's like yeah you know i'm 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 like it's apex but but final fantasy and mm -hmm. so it's like this this uh the sword is like one of the few like remnants of it that'll be in the game for people, for people who bought it. Um, but I also do know that respawn. It, I think this was like maybe two years ago. They changed their uh, terms of service where now items are allowed to come back unless they're explicitly stated not to. Uh, so it's like even in battle passes and stuff like that, the items could come back later. Uh, I think it's funny because I think there was actually a loophole in the in the terms of service before where they could bring it back as a recolor. So like that, it could be that, the, they would do that a lot too. Yeah. In other games. Yeah. So it could be like, it could be the exact same skin, just different colors. And what's funny about that is I feel like unless the, they, they have to make the recolor worse than the original. And I feel like that's because it's to get around it's so they can reuse a model they spent money on and they can get drain some more wallets. Right. But I also feel like it's to get around um, people being like, well, I have the original one, so you're still like a peasant who has the new one. So you need to have the people, the whales and the people who originally got stuff, they still need to have some sort of superiority. Because mm -hmm. it's like, well, okay, you don't have the real one. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. If they just brought the real one back. Like, I've seen that Reddit post and stuff about people, they brought like a Moira skin that's like, honestly looked awful back. <laughs> and that used to be like a Twitch Prime drop or something. They just, or like, mm -hmm. it used to be a paid skin and now it's free on Prime, and people are complaining. It's like, well, I paid for this. Why don't I get it for free? It's like, well, it's five years later, and uh, the skin also looks bad. And so, you know. Yeah, I think Apex bizarre. has had some cases where, like, the recolors actually looked better, which is really funny. Mm. But, um, you know, actually, and actually speaking of um, bringing back old skins, so there was a... I don't even know whether to call it a leak or not, because Apex is doing this huge, like, thing where... Uh, they're doing all these interviews with Game Informer for the next Apex season because it comes out on like February thirteenth, I think. Mm -hmm. And so Game Informer, Game Informer generally only talks about new games. They don't talk about existing ones as often. It's like this is like a big thing for them, I guess. And so they released a trailer for their um <clears throat> for like their coverage of the next Apex season, and there were a bunch of just there there were a bunch of things that were already leaked, but it just kind of confirmed them. Like they're they're changing how shields work in the game now, where it's you used to be able to just loot them off the ground and stuff like that, and then you could level them up by doing damage. Uh, but now, how it's going to work apparently is you get like XP from doing things around the map, like damage, uh, resing your teammates, um, like surviving zone closes, stuff like that, and that levels up your armor, and you can't loot them off the ground. And so it it was really funny because it got leaked like the day before this thing came out, and they just showed it in the in the trailer. And Respawn just hasn't said anything. It's like, well, <laughs> I guess we were right. Yeah, uh, I, b bizarre. Maybe uh, it could be one of those stealthly. I feel like a lot of companies now like fake leak things. 
I think some yeah. of like I think there you could tell when there's like a real leak and like a fake leak because sometimes it's like oh we were not ready to show this and like okay that's like rough but then yeah. sometimes it's like whoa guys look this new indie game just <laughs> leaked like some of the trailer and it's like gets people to click on it and like be like oh whoa like it drives mm-hmm. attention um, yeah um but yeah but yeah i think that apparently it was also leaked that they're releasing a, a reskin of like back in like 2020 like february 2020 there was a skin that they released for like an assault rifle it, and it was so not only was it the coolest skin they've ever made for the gun and the default gun is kind of ugly but it was so unbelievably pay to win that everybody <laughs> wanted it and if you didn't play during that season there it literally has just never been available again can you still use it in the game yeah, now? Yeah, That's you can still, still use stupid. it. I, yeah, I, I have it, but like a bunch of my friends don't. They're like, "Hey, can you, can you reskin my gun for me? Because um, when you drop, when you pick up a gun, it'll have somebody else's skin on it, but you can set it to your skin, like in the menu. And mm-hmm. so they'll ask me to like reskin their their gun for them so they can get the cool pay to win one. That's so funny. Yeah, but they're they're releasing a recolor, and uh, the actual model hasn't been hasn't been leaked but like the colors some people are talking about the colors and apparently from what i've heard the colors sound pretty ugly it's supposed <laughs> to be like some like deep yellow and like and like white and it's like a, a, okay should have bought it when it, we could should have uh took should have been born two years ago i don't know exactly should have bought the cooler one should have bought the cooler one uh i actually completely forgot I don't know what jogged my memory, but I've been playing a little bit of Clone Hero, a Guitar Hero, recently. Mm-hmm. Still holds up. Fun game. Um, it's wild. It seems like you can actually buy... So a big problem with these games is that all the plastic instruments, uh, they're not making more of them, so they yeah. become exceedingly expensive and scalpers and all that. Mm-hmm. So it seems like on Amazon... I saw this when I was getting back into it. They're, they are making Wii style and kind of the Xbox style uh, controllers. Like a third party is making um, Guitar Hero controllers of mm-hmm. varying quality because like uh, I, I assumed they would be kind of bad um, based on them being like whatever. But it, it seems like, you know what? It's like the same price as a like a old actual Wii one for like a for real for real one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can buy new ones and they seem okay. Like they seem passable apparently. Uh, I'm looking, they're currently not available. Um, so I don't know what happened. They were available the other day when I looked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they ran out or if they were like now not <laughs> like if they're now re- like reported or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, it seems like it has a potential to be maybe an okay solution because that is like a rough that is a rough thing about getting into Guitar Hero is like you can just not get the actual controller you need and that used to be a rough mm-hmm. thing with Smash uh, like with GameCube controllers that's a little bit better now too. Oh uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I but, I actually I remember a while ago I wanted to play Smash with some of my friends like Melee on a uh, on Slippy I think it was called. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah and i i was like oh i have a gamecube control i'll just use it i plugged it in and i'm like wait this is like a a 20 year old gamecube controller <laughs> it, it just it just didn't work it, it, i don't even think it was that we broke it particularly it's just that it's been sitting like in my basement covered in dust and stuff for like 
12 years, give or take. So it's so, just like every, everything was just weird. So check this out. I just linked it. They, they're actually, and I bought a Japanese one, but it looks like the English one is also like regular price. They actually are have an actual legitimate stock of real Ooh. GameCube controllers that aren't like the weird modified garbage ones. Mm-hmm. It's just like an actual GameCube controller. And I'm sure there's some nice. sort of snapback. I'm sure that is absurdly is expensive. Not really. I mean, yeah, I guess for really for a GameCube controller. Like I, I was thinking like, I thought it'd be like $20. This is $63. Okay. I mean, yeah, to be fair, uh, to be fair, you are right. The actual components in it are it could be like a $30, $40 controller. I, I could get an Xbox 360 controller for $15. But it's this it's the fact that they're selling new ones, which they didn't for a while. It's the fact that they're actually selling new ones that you can still buy at the moment is that's, very nice. I'm that's glad such a Nintendo cl- that's such a Nintendo classic. Oh my hey, god. Yeah, you say that it's like like, oh, why are they selling it for $60? It's because people were selling they're used ones for like that much and they were garbage, you know, because they weren't making more. So I'm glad they're at least making like, that's the thing. I'll pay the money. Like if I could buy an official guitar hero controller and it costs like 60, 70 bucks, like, like what you're paying for like a used one, I would gladly pay a little bit more for a new one that works than just some random used one. Cause I've had mm-hmm. multiple controllers just break on me. Like, because they're old. And they have so many issues and stuff, especially Guitar Hero, because they have like strumming issues and all that. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know that actually that reminds me of um, of the of the sriracha shortage. There's a sriracha shortage. Yeah. So apparently they like ha- like this was a couple years ago. They just stopped making it because uh, the people that they were getting the chilies from apparently they tried to like scam them. Like huh. the people who the people who make the sauce scammed the people. Who they were getting the chilies from so they just said well, well we're not going to give you these anymore like what do you what do you mean and well, uh i saw this post on twitter and it was it it was like the guy made it very obvious this was taken like recently and it was just nature is healing and it was an entire section full of sriracha sauce so i guess they're I making like, it again i feel like i haven't seen sriracha in that like iconic bottle yeah um in a really long time now that i think about it yeah yeah I've, I think the sriracha trend was sriracha's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the trend was really stupid when people were putting it on everything because I don't think it can go on everything, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it, and the reason why I I found this post was because I was having a conversation with my friends. It's like, yeah, you know, I like I I I just I like making sandwiches for lunch now. I make get you know my bacon, lettuce. I don't really like tomatoes. But sometimes I'll put in some turkey or something. You know, I'll get like a. I usually use like spicy mayo and they were like, ew, why spicy mayo? And it's like, I don't like mayo, but I'm like, I just need something of like that consistency in, in my sandwich, you know? And they were like, why don't you just use like sriracha or something like sriracha doesn't exist anymore. Oh, oh that's, my God. You reminded me of my trauma. Hmm, that doesn't seem entirely correct. Also, um, why don't they, they could use like an, well, I was gonna say like an aioli or something, but that's just mayo. That's fancy word for garlic mayo. Yeah. Um, or any some other kind of spread is kind. It is kind of wild. They're like, I hate mayo, but I need the spread. I need some sort of spread, but it has to be mayo. It's bizarre. I'm uh, a big mayo uh, fan. Well, yeah, I mean, mayo's like it, it. It's not like I hate it. It's, it's okay, but like, yeah, you know, I I prefer spicy mayo just because it's like you know, it's got a little a little more a little more flavor. 
I think mayo is slept on as like a as a uh, as a thing to dip fries in. Okay, like, that's okay. You're you're getting the you're going off the edge now. Well, here's the deal. That, that's psychotic do, behavior. I wouldn't do that, like because it's it's gluttony. It's gluttonous. It's just fat on fat, right? Yeah, that's Jesus is, Christ. But if you dip a little bit of mayo on a fry, it's it's pretty like I you could only eat like one of these, right? This is the, that, and it's also sickening. Like you wouldn't want to eat more than one. It's decadent. If you do Dog, one. I, I feel like the more you describe this, the worse it sounds. If you did one, it's decadent. Trust like have you ever not dipped like a fry into like the mayo slash ketchup slash mustard residue of a burger? Yes, but that's, that's like that's not just mayo though. You can do a little, like, I'm saying, though, it's not like every, like, you couldn't sit there like you're doing ketchup and do it for every fry. It's, if you do one, it's a, it's like, a, oh, this is kind of. But that's why it's psychotic. Nice. Who just wants to eat one fry? No, no, I'm not saying, like, you could, one, use, like, before you put, if you're putting mayo on a burger, put a little on a fry, eat the one fry, be like, oh, that was cool, and then put the rest of the burger in. And, and honestly. Yeah, but what do you do with the rest of the fries? Are you, are you preparing two sauces for your fries? No, you don't. That's why I'm saying, like, your squirt bottle of mayo, you squirt a little mayo yeah, on one fry. Yeah, but, and like, then why put the mayo on the burger? Why do you need the one mayo fry? Why not just, like... To try it. Uh, I, I feel like that's just weird. I feel like if you tried it... I, well, the problem is, if you don't like... I think you need to kind of like the taste of mayo, too. Like, if you're I, like, I just don't right. think mayo tastes, like, very much. Uh, with the fry, it can be good, but I, I would say um, I'm not too fancy with the dipping sauces um, for no, fries a, or whatever. I'm a big honey mustard enjoyer. Honey mustard goes hard. Like honestly, yeah. I think McDonald's weirdly has like pretty good honey mustard. I mean, I'm sure there's corn syrup and stuff, but I like the fact that it has like grain in it. Like it has like weird texture. Yeah. So McDonald's honey mustard is good. I will agree. It's not my favorite. I think. So I. I, I found out about honey mustard because I went to Fuddruckers once and I saw like, oh my God, mm. the hu honey mustard machine. What is that? And I just put a <laughs> bunch a on, I just put like way too much on my burger and I was like, oh my God, this is the, this is the best thing I ever had. And for the longest time, I thought Fuddruckers was the only place on the planet that had honey mustard. And then I saw it at a store and I'm like, oh my God. Whoa, honey and mustard. You could have also combined the two. Um, it kind of blew my mind that that's how kind of easy it is to make honey mustard. In a way, you can just kind yeah, of combine the it, two. it doesn't taste like mustard. Like, it really doesn't. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, you know, I, I know obviously it's called honey mustard, so I know there's mustard in there. I just didn't know it was, like, that primary of, like, a, a thing, I guess. Or I just I just never associated it with mustard. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's it's like how you put mu mustard. It's like, oh, you put it on your hot dog, you put it on your burger. I don't think of it like that. I think of it, like, as a, it's like a, it's like a sauce. Like, I never dip my fries in mustard. You know, yeah, I feel like is, that's is true. Different. Yeah, I um, I used to be a I I didn't like mustard as a child. I think mustard's a little harder of a sell for a kid. Yeah. Um. But as I've matured, mustard is clearly the superior kind of condiment in terms of mm -hmm. you could get a depth of flavor. Like you can get spicy brown mustard. You can get like a poupon. You can get like a uh, like a what's it called? Like a um. What's that Grey Poupon mustard? It's like a style of mustard. I think it's just called Grey Poupon. I, that's the brand, but it's like a style. A Dijon, like a Dijon uh, sort of mustard. Yeah. A Dijon so, mustard. Yeah. yeah, so my take on mustard, I think it, it always enhances the things that you put it on, but on its own, it's not very good. I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah, like it complements meat really well. Like it complements that yeah. flavor really well.
I think you do sparingly on the mustard unless you have like a sausage and you have some sort of like like good brown mustard or something. Then you can like kind of dunk yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Like yeah. too too much mustard is is always a bad thing in my opinion. Yeah, and I I think I've definitely come to like the harmony on like a burger. Sometimes I won't just catch mm-hmm. a mustard. Sometimes I'll just do ketchup. Like sometimes I I have there's certain burger places where I will just get lettuce, mayo, and cheese on a burger. And that's like kind of an interesting, different experience, but that's only a specific place yeah. that does it well. I usually yeah, I know prefer. I usually just do like give me everything on it. Give me an everything, but like put like onions on it, put pickles, mm. put not a, all not the a, so- not all big, three sauces. I'm not the biggest everything guy. Just throw it all on there, I, but everything I'm classic. Like. I'm saying I'm not like like I'm thinking onions, lettuce, tomato, pickles, mayo, ketchup, mustard. Smash burger could be two patty, could be regular, you know, bun. Yeah, I, I so I agree with all that except so onions are situational for me. Mm. You know, like I, I like them. Caramelized. I onions. like caramelized onions. Yes. Um, mm. I like uh, I like diced onions. Oh, diced is good. But I I don't really like slivered ones or like the full onion very much. Um, it, it's not even necessarily I don't like the taste. It just makes me feel like kind of sick after. Mm-hmm. So like, I just can't really eat it. Um, I I can mess with the full ones, but I think diced but, yeah. is the superior way. Yeah, to do diced it. Just, diced is good. Uh, yeah, never been crazy about tomatoes. I'm just not really a tomato fan. Not an not an enjoyer of the of the tomato. I like it on a burger. Like I think it adds a little something. It, it, I like it with it mixes with the ketchup, gives it a more tomatoey yeah, flavor. Yeah. So my thing is, I know a lot of people like the tomato because it's like a little more like acidic for your burger. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, so I like pickles and I also like jalapenos and stuff like that. So I feel like mm-hmm. I get enough like acidity in my burger normally. That's fair. And I also like I, I like hot sauce too and stuff like that. So it's like, it's just like yeah, I don't, I don't need the tomato. It's not necessary. Yeah, and with that, I think that's a pod. We'll call it a podcast. The the burger time discussion podcast. Yes. Um, if you have a question, you can send us an email at hyeppodcast at gmail.com, hyeppodcast at gmail.com. We'll yes. answer the question on the podcast, which we've done. We didn't really get to any questions this week, but I feel like when we don't get to questions, we kind of make our own questions, you know, Yeah. at the end, because we end up talking about burgers and stuff. So we still got mm-hmm. plenty off topic, um, but Jeez. you can find me, Matt, on Twitch and uh, YouTube. I'm on Twitter too, but I don't use it. Um, so I'm on uh, Matt at Matt Fawn Dude on Twitch and YouTube. That's pretty much where I hang out. And there's also a Discord if you want to join that for news and whatnot of like when I'll stream and who knows. Yes. But uh, who are you? I'm James O4E. I cannot be found. <laughs>